What happened to that kid? The main, I was like, oh yeah, that kid was the fucking protagonist, Carp from Mighty Ducks. Carp. Fuck, it was that kid. And then the other guy was, no, yeah, the other guy was from Herman's Head, I think. Hmm. Was he? I know the dad. I know who you're talking about. He's not the fat guy from Herman's Head. But what's he from? I'm mixing. He's in a ton of sitcoms. Like he, I think he's like in every way he loves Raymond. Like he's like the fat friend from a bunch of other sitcoms. Is he the Santa Claus in Home Alone? No, that's um, that's the fat guy from Herman's Head. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Herman's Head! You're in my head. <laughs> Practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. Sounds a bitch, all of them. I got, I got the technology finger, finger pause. Check, check, there we go. <laughs> I'm gonna, hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna need a, hmm. Him. No, it's just like, it's the most dumb dad excuse it's, it's like, like we had because the way our house is wired because it's so old if i use three of the burners on the stove yeah it heats up the bottom of our fucking 1950s fucking microwave so hot that yeah. literally the microwave just starts going <laughs> so then dumb dad has to go walk and kill the breaker oh but the breaker is connected it's perfect because I was like, it's connected to the stove, but that just kills all the electronics in the stove. But gas works. It's a gas. So is it a gas stove? It is. Yeah. Okay. So basically, my I know, right? But look, it worked. I got gas. I got gas stove too. Uh, pro gas. Um. So it like the clock is always like fifteen to ten minutes off. Oh. Because I killed I it, so now. the microwave won't blow up in my face. <laughs> and then I can finish dinner. Right. And then I turn it back on so the dishwasher will work. But now I've spent the last two days, like, I'm certain I'm 15 minutes early. And right. they're like, you're three hours late for work. That's I was like, but I thought I was early. Uh, the that's... one clock in the house that I look at, apparently, is on the stove. I have a phone in my pocket at all times. Yeah, but that's for that's pornography. For <laughs> that's and exactly. notes. Uh, um, title of the episode pornography and notes oh same thing happened to me this morning with time i walked into uh, i taught a class this morning uh and i walked in and i was like is that scoreboard wrong and then (laughs) everybody's like no (laughs) and i was like oh my daughter dropped my watch yesterday Ah, all right so she took the timex she dropped five minutes off it apparently (laughs) So I've been late for a decade. Right. And everyone just let me go. They're like, he just, that's his thing. He just shows up whenever he wants, man. Hey, man. Cool, cool beans. Five minute. Just give me a five. You, do you think when the computers, robots take over the world, are they coming after us hard for all of the guff we've given them? Or are we spared? Or were they just like, "We've, we've done too much to them already? They're putting us in the zoo, I... right? Are they keep keeping us alive for the zoo? Oh, Are we yeah, Noah's you got Ark? that nerdy robot with his nerdy wife that yeah. walks by, and they're like, ah, oh, is that a 40-year-old South Dakotan? Take a pic, he's napping. 
Oh, I saw. He, they never do anything. They're always just napping. They're always talking about the corns as high as it. Let's go look at the <laughs> elephants. They're more fun. Let's just go. Animals are so much more engaging than. Uh, I. That's true. I. But isn't that wasn't that Kilgore that was in Slaughterhouse Five? Wasn't that the whole thing, the alien zoo? Well, I think that was also. I'm sure because he took it from everywhere. But I think there was a great Twilight episode about the the zoo guy. The oh, alien zoo? zoo guy, like he, what, what he woke up and he had this amazing house and he was like, "This is fantastic!" And there's food in the fridge and he's, everything's oh. great. And then he goes to open the door and it's just butt-headed alien. It's just a lot. It's just a wall. Goes to look out <laughs> oh, the window. Shit, it's sure, just a wall course, or yeah. a grate or whatever. It's just dark. And then slowly he starts to go. Like first he's like, kind of like there's time now. He, Toots to a record mm-hmm. and yeah. reads a book. Oh, yes. No, I, I, it's coming back. I know exactly what you're talking about. And then somehow it's revealed, like the screens come up, and he's either in a zoo for chimps or a zoo for aliens. Forget which. I think it's it was gotta aliens. Be. Oh, could it be? It could be chimps. But then is that pre, pre in Planet of the Apes? I don't know. Again, he takes from. Is Planet of the Apes from a. A novel. I don't I believe remember it's this. a French story. Oh, but I say that for everything. Anytime someone backs me in a corner and asks me a question, I go, "I believe it was based on a French novel." I uh, I saw something on the Today I think Show. It is no, I think it is based because the original end of the book, yeah, is like Eiffel Tower again. It comes home and it's Eiffel Tower. Yeah. Oh, oh, I. You're serious? No, it's fucking Lincoln Monument and Ape Ape Lincoln. It's something like that. It could be that he goes to the Bastille and then it's the Monkey Bastille. They also, but he got they they did that weird, goofy Southern race. It, it's not goofy, right? They were like Abraham <laughs> that the, wacky race. Yeah, the whole wax Jack Jobs. <laughs> Uh, I was got two things on that, but I guess they're both. On I will say creatures. welcome to our yes. creature Twilight Zone feature. Welcome to the Creech Cast. I'm Case. I'm Creech. I don't. I didn't have anything. I used to be Hans, <laughs> but now I'm your master. I will say we I, we probably talked about it before, but one of my favorite Twilight Zone episodes <laughs> of all time is because it's sort of it just doesn't fit. And now having spent so much time with creative endeavors, with with good friends, and also in college, people I don't like, you spend so much time working on something. There's one episode of Twilight Zone. Hold on. And Is it's, it it's, little people on a roof? Little astronauts on a roof? Oh, that's a good one, though. <laughs> okay, I like that right, one, because that, that works for me. <laughs> little guys. <laughs> Right, oh, she's on. a giant poor white woman <laughs> from a planet of giant white pores. Oh, my God. All right, if West go Virginia ahead. was a planet. Uh, no, it's an episode where it's like your classic like 60s old man mm-hmm. and his wife like, ah, we want a vacation or he saved up. The whole premise is like they got to go on this trip and his like wife is nagging him. It's got to be a good trip. And he goes, I think it's so, it's, I'm laughing because it's so like on the nose. And I was like, someone in that writer's room 
fucking went to a Gamblers Anonymous meeting. Oh, boy. Because the old man becomes addicted to these special kind of slot machines. Okay. That they he starts seeing them in his dreams. And he has, like, sweaty dreams about gambling. Ooh. And then eventually, like, he sees one at it. Like, it builds to the climax. I'm sorry. Spoiler alert. I'm but sorry. it's sort of like the arm is a gun and it, like, is at his door. And he's like, ah, 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 and he kills himself. Oh, God. Like, it's just, it's like the starkest, most banal Twilight Zone. Because it was like, oh, so it was all just his guilty dumb dad dreams. Oh, and he's like, I squandered our my family's wealth. My wife was gonna go hungry. I can't live with my life. I jump out a window. But Good they Lord. just use like these sort of like toy roboty sort of like slot machines. Slot like there's baby. no aliens involved. It's just like pure sadness. Just like a, there's no butt faced alien. And... There's no it's it was not even a butt faced time. alien pit boss. On the casino floor? <laughs> the eye in the sky? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, the butt-faced alien took my car. Well, speaking of butt... I got three <laughs> fucking beautiful trajectories to go off here. <sighs> On that one, if you want to talk about butt-faced aliens, and I don't know how you'd react, but I would have lost my fucking mind... I, I'm losing my mind now for this woman. It was on, like, the local news. She was mm-hmm. at a fucking slot, okay? And there's okay. a picture of her standing next to the screen. She pulls the slot. It hits. She's at, like, Mohegan Sun Yeah, type, she's of, at, like... exactly. It flashes across the screen. Her winnings, which was yeah. four, and it was the whole number, but it was four million plus dollars. All right, she pulled a slot for $4 million. She went to go take the ticket, and they said, no, 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 this doesn't even have that amount. Had to be Didn't a, have an update. Had to be exact. No, they said that it was a glitch in the machine, and by entering your casino, you agree that glitches in the machines oh. are not our responsibility. <laughs> so actually, what you won is $4.12. Oh, and they were like, okay. stamp it, period. Fuck off. Can like you just that fucking imagine? Like, you do burn that casino to the ground, right? You do that, right? You have to. I Otherwise, there's no repercussion. Like, you can't do that to me. You can't do that I to me. I smoke my fucking cigarettes here. I go to the Jim Beam whiskey kiosk. Like, this is what I do. Yeah. Like, I am not, like, I guess me, because I'm not much of a gambler. Right. Like I, I get it. Like I, but I just don't I, because of that reason. I think what you got is the thing that I never want to have to experience. Is oh my god, I won! Yeah, guys, we'll be comfortable. And then yeah. someone gets to go, nah, nah. You don't. I don't. I do love gambling. That my thing is, I do love gambling, but I just can't consider slots gambling. Slots are like, it's and it too- is. It's the most gambling because there's nothing to it. I'd think nothing of it, but it doesn't draw me. It's so boring. I can't do I'm it. not drawn Even to it at all. Even if it's like the young Frankenstein yeah. Yeah. 4K. Then I'd rather play restor- pinball. Exactly. You just that's exactly where my mind was going. I would rather play the new Doctor No pinball machine and yeah. literally just throw my money into a toilet. 
for the fun. Like, don't pretend like I'm going to win money. Right. Oh, my God. Just let me lose it. They should. Why don't. Why can't you? I know there's a whole history of pinball games and we don't need to go into it. But why not add a little cash prizes to a pinball they game? They did. I'll, our hero, our childhood hero, our Paul Bunyan, Frank Thomas, had his pinball game. Motherfucker wins baseball cards. Oh, well, yeah. I'm talking cash money. Well, you want cash money. I want well, real cash Frank money. would have been like. Although a baseball you win a card. saw a buck. Oh, my God. I can't believe. Either I knew that because those are. I mean, they must be pinball specific cards, and I don't have one. I got a. I got. I just taped a picture. You're looking at a man. Man, I can't go. <laughs> you're looking at a man that's ha, has his first locker since, I guess, 2001. Although I never used lockers in high school because I was too worried that the drug oh, dogs would smell pot on my coat. Right? <laughs> it's very oh, true. Yeah. Which is so. Oh, no gestapian or whatever like that every once in a while they would literally you'd hear the oh lock the fucking kids the in door. the rooms and you just hear those dogs scratching down and you're just like what i guess like oh good Fuck, man what and they're like you just rent a locker from us there are lockers and so i was like all right i'm not gonna use my locker and i just didn't and it's not like i kept would have kept drugs or anything or had a lot of drugs or anything. It was just like, because kids got no. that shit. They were like, his fucking jacket smells like swag. Check his fucking floorboards or something like stupid. Toss his shoes. Yeah. It's like, so no, stupid. you can't do that. It's not allowed. It's not legal. It's really No, I creepy. remember that conversation because even back then, like I would, had never. Of course. There was not no anything chance. in my near future. That would be like, oh, you have you like you have drugs and or have tried drugs. Right. But even back then they were like, nah, man, you just rent the space. <laughs> it's out. And I was like, well, fuck this then. Yeah. The system is keep fucked. Keep it. If, keep it. There, and if someone can rouse my locker and put a plug of fucking Big League Chew in my fucking Hobbit book. That's the thing, man. You never you steal fucking, my fucking magic cards. You rub up against Joe Creasy on the wrong morning, your fucking locker's getting emptied because you got that residual on your fucking <laughs> jean jacket, man. Oh, I hate that. He slides that. that. He slides that highlighter in your back pocket, and he's like, "Hold on to it for me, would you?" Yo, oh, like, the why do you want me to hold on to a highlighter? Oh, <laughs> yeah, man. I do that gotcha, one. bitch. The skinniest joints inside that little highlighter. That's though. all you need, man. You'd need a thousand of those joints <laughs> for the marijuana the we day, had, man. <laughs> oh my god! And it was only like I'm trying to think of when because they were there were that's I, when they were like I mean people are still scared of children, but right? I do remember they're just like gangs in this town. Uh, the gang, you're like it's fucking Watertown. Like there are no gangs in this town. The only reason kids were bringing joints in those highlighters was to show other kids because I can't you couldn't really go off campus in our high school. So it's like, where were you going to smoke a joint? The Although I do it in like art school. Fast times are, oh, I like our art class because we'd go outside <laughs> to paint a tree and our art teachers were God bless them. But oh, just yeah. the most beautiful pushovers. You'd be like, my artistic brain isn't functioning here. 
I gotta take a I walk, go think about Pollock, and I'll be back. Oh, that w- actually, it's so funny you say that because when we were back for Christmas, uh, my brothers and I were all laughing, and <laughs> my my youngest brother Jesse, our baby brother, just fucking classic. He was like, "Yeah, you bought me so much cachet with our art teacher." Like, oh. he signed up for the class late. Mm-hmm. They were like, "You can't come to this class." So he just went to the other class and went. Yeah, no, I can't do this here. I got to go to Mrs. Solom's room. Yeah. And he just showed up like 30 minutes late every single day. He Perfect. told this beautiful story where he's like, yeah, I started getting in trouble because I parked in the teacher's parking lot. Just closer <laughs> to the door I needed to get into. And then he and Mrs. Solom just had this fucking agreement where she would just put a pad of paper on the desk. And he'd write his own hall pass. And I was like, how did I not know you were Fonzie? Yeah, that's it. He's like, oh, it's all because you showed up for art class early. Yeah, you you did all his time, man. (laughs) That was the thing. My whole, that whole studio art or whatever you want to call it. Whatever. I just don't have the same balls. I wish it it worked at work this way because I was just like, I can't concentrate here, teach. Let me just not come to class and work at home. And she was like. You are you are an artist, <laughs> but maybe she's just, just like get the fuck out of my class then, anyway. Then leave. I know, just leave. That's how all teachers should be. Just like, then leave. Go home. Then. I don't. What care. do you want to do? Show up for the test. If you fail it, eventually I'm going to have to say you should probably stay for class because you're. But you're it's not studio pass. art class well, yeah, in Waterhouse, yeah, 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 South yeah, Dakota. Yeah. They're like, you guys are already on the. Out. <laughs> You've like, had okay. enough. Okay, guys. Really? No, you guys are good. Just stay in bed, guys. It's fine. <laughs> hey, You're man. Good. Picasso stayed in bed. <laughs> he also saved his own hair and uh, fingernail clippings. Hated women. Uh, didn't he like drew drew a picture on a bald guy's head and winked like hey. he was kind of an <laughs> asshole. But uh, let me think. Um, we talking zoos. Oh, I saw yesterday zoos. morning. And then we were talking crippling gambling. Oh, crippling gambling. I think, oh, that was the four million. Yeah. And the zoo thing is I was watching the Today. That's probably where I saw the uh, the, the slot machine thing, too. Saw at San Diego Zoo, a pretty renowned mm-hmm. zoo. Yeah. Fucking these yeah, beautiful, yeah. I can't think of the name. Are they tamarind monkeys? They're the really cool little ones with the handlebar mustache. Oh, so yes. cute. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a tamarind monkey. I, I think, think you're so. Right. Well, somebody fucking broke into this zoo and fucking <laughs> snagged a couple of these. Oh, I need some of these for and, the house. And I was like, fuck, man. And turns out, I was like, wow, this is on the Today Show. This is a quite a story. Um, and they were, uh, I was like, and they were talking. They're like, well, you know, these monkeys potentially, like, you can take, and I was like, well, you're kind of justifying your actions. They're like, you can take a monkey out of the jungle for the zoo. You can't take a jungle monkey out of the zoo. You don't know what it eats. And it's like, all right, sure. Um, and they're like, you yeah, know, we just hope it gets returned. But it turns out it's on the news. Because I was like, oh, that's sad. I'm sure I'm sure they'll go back, though, or whatever. Uh, two things. One is apparently those monkeys are really fucking cool and sought after on the black market. Just those cool uh, little handlebar guys. So they're worried they're going to get and some s- sort of tea to help right. your right. Like, like they horny make, tea. They make the, little tamarind. the best paintbrushes. 
Picasso! And but the other thing that made it really sad is I guess this zoo just keeps getting broken into, and other animals getting get taken. <laughs> That's phrase. Uh, uh, guys, yeah. again, the most broken into zoo in America, San Diego. But somebody broke in and like stole a wolf, and uh, I don't want to. And then it gets dark. Then they fucking killed it. So I don't know. It seems like it's like for what? what? I don't know. It, but appa- like apparently, like it's just a thing. So now they're like, we're gonna have to step up security. It's like, aren't you like one of like the most renowned zoos in the world? What kind of security don't you That's fucking have to get? What kind of like, fucking I- James Bondian? tamarind monkey thief is fucking going through like that like what it's fucking ethan hunt from fucking mission impossible it's like yeah. i am a monkey and then what kind of fucking hill jack goes in for a Need wolf jesus christ Just what kind of game of thrones piece of hunkadunka shit? over like like caring for animals is a lot yes yes and people realize it when they have one so, uh, could you imagine if, like, we have had these conversations, like, we can't have a dog. It's just not fair for the dog. It's right. not fair for us. Right. It's not fair. But <laughs> just some fucking assholes, like, oh, fuck your dog. I need a wolf. A wolf. A full one. Not a little wolf. I'm stealing a whole wolf. And then this piece of shit probably realized, like, oh, shit, that's a wolf. And then had to fucking, you know. Wolves are mean. Yeah. Fuck that guy. That guy or gal can go fuck themselves the monkey thief hey you know just treat him nice make your tea you know give him a little back massage these cute little monkeys uh and speaking of creatures i'm coming in creature creature hot creature feature bop 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 Mm -hmm. all right i'm putting it to you you are a fucking creature you're a Mm -hmm. creature of this world if at a gym, you have multiple perfectly good options for cubicled, curtained showers, yet uh-huh. you fucking choose to use the out in the open, just get Chicken your hair wet me. for the pool shower. <laughs> You're a fucking creature. You're a creature. You a creature. So I walk. You're a creature. You are. <laughs> what like, is wrong with you? Sit in the urinal and then have the sink splash on. You. Yes. Like you are. They're not like, far what? apart. It's not a longer walk. The curtains aren't heavy. No, just it. I'm just like I turn the corner. There's it's just one person per six curtain showers and seven open showers. And he just, it was the closest one, so you can just turn the corner and reach and turn it on. Or you can take three more seconds, close a curtain, and, and you're not sack. fucking spreading your butt cheek and getting your oh, gotta get in. in there. Gotta get in. Uh, and my wife I gotta ride point. the train home, you know? She's just like, well, maybe he's old, just didn't want to take the time. I was like, then that guy shouldn't have the time to get to live To anymore. go to the gym. <laughs> right. Fuck yes, you. that's a good point. Well, so I walk by this. Bundle up, take a shower at your own house. You got that much fucking time on your hands? I'm listing these creatures because you see it all the time. But then this creature has the nerve. I go past, I go into my fucking curtained shower like a normal house bum that showers at the gym. You need a big bell. Just bing, (laughs) shame you, shame. Bing, bing. 
should so sh- you, that should get live feeded. Look at you, creature. Um, <laughs> and then, but this creature has the You're nerve. Peter Cushing in a fucking Amber <laughs> Horror movie. Your God. crucifix and your fire. Or you, sh- yeah, you should just be able. You should just get to throw your shoe at their fucking penis. Just yeah. That's when you call up the angry villagers. You're like, guys, I got me a creature. I got <laughs> one. Fire, fire. <laughs> uh, so I, I do my thing. I, I come back out. This guy's still fucking showering, which is an insane thing. I, I go to the. Oh, he's uh, taking a proper shower. He's then. taking Not a just long. A, a this is a this is a thinking sh- man shower. <laughs> this guy's having fucking. Buddy, you forgot that your feet you got to get the bottoms of those feet, bud. Ugh, we're thorough. So I hit myself the old COVID the box. Bucket? I hit Damn. the old sauna, right? <laughs> Steam up those germs, and I'm sitting there, and wouldn't you know it, like a fucking. Demon, look like a serial killer when you're hiding under a window and you just see the eyes <laughs> like scan the room and you're just worried they're not going to look down. This fucking creature, still uncovered, oh. is looking in through the sauna window, <laughs> assessing the situation just all out for, and I'm like, what is he fucking assessing? If there's no one in there to fucking... There's people in the locker room. So who are you trying to hide it yeah, from? What, what are you? What are you? And sadly, I'm not sitting off to the side. I'm sitting right in front of the window. So we fucking make hard eye contact. And then he gives me a look like, <laughs> oh, like- somebody's in there. <laughs> so- it's like when you make eye contact through the stall. Yeah. Oh, forget that. In yeah. a bath. And you're like. Why are your eyes looking through that fucking crack, dude? You can see my shoes. You can see my fucking shoes. You know Ugh. I'm in here. Yes. Hey, there Why should be a, a singing cup in? specifically for those creatures <laughs> where you bang it, you you, you vibrate the oh, sounds, and then their penis falls off. <laughs> so that's, that was just, that was the joy I had today. Casey, have you ever heard of Bill Prunty? Bill, no, yeah, and it wasn't because like this to. was tattooed across across a shower creature's <laughs> back. He was shouting, shouting it out as he was looking for Bill, Brunty, <laughs> buddy, you in there? Well, for all our listeners out there, Bill you Prunty. should know who Bill Prunty is. All our our proper Dakota Zoo creatures in our zoos, Bill Prunty, Casey. Is a man, South Dakota legend, which my mom clipped out of South Dakota the magazine. <laughs> and it's a small article, so let me oh, read the to magazine? you the story of Bill Prunty's home run ball. <laughs> Town baseball has been a summer tradition in South Dakota for well over a century. One of the state's most iconic tales comes from the championship mm. of state amateur baseball tournament in 1938. The fucking. Wehrmacht was happening. <laughs> fucking oh, Bill Prunty uh, sucking Prunty, dingers, though. <laughs> Prunty was having conversations with fucking uh, who's that pilot? That was a uh, Lindbergh. <laughs> <laughs> Aberdeen and Claremont were tied four four, heading into the bottom of the tenth inning. Darkness was quick. These pros, if these pros were more purple, they'd be red, oh, baby. Hello. 
Darkness. And I love they they hang it on the tenth. Oh, oh good lord, the tenth inning. The tenth. It's one more inning than a normal game. Darkness quickly descended over the ballpark in Aberdeen. An umpire, <laughs> they know so much about this. Umpire Tommy Collins was on the verge of suspending <laughs> the game until you also the don't next need to know day. His, name. his full name, except that his his grandchildren are like. Oh, was Great Grandpa Tommy mentioned in Oh in South Dakota magazine? <laughs> oh, he was a famous umpire. <laughs> I wonder why we're not more I wonder why he's not on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Uh, he should have stuck to directing, but he loved umping more. He was than... a good ump. Had a good ump side. There were two outs. Oh, so he's about to call the game due to darkness. There were two outs when Claremont's Bill Prunty stepped to the plate. And Bill Prunty is not a young man's name, right? No, no, no. Goodness gracious, no. I mean, it's probably the oldest sounding name you've ever heard. Maybe William Prunt at a young age. but Bill Prunty? No, it's like... Nah, they he left his shift at the mill to come play one last game of ball right. before his legs gave out. This guy, this guy, you know, avoided the fucking copper mines of Deadwood because he had a good <laughs> fucking swinging arm. You know what I mean? Like Honus Wagner. He kept, he kept all that gold in his uh, scalp slime. They what? didn't think to check. I was going to say he kept that gold in his mitt. So when he was fucking <laughs> tagging people out. He was giving him the the Riddler punch from uh, that episode of Batman. Um, Can you see the ball? He asked Collins as he dug into the batter's box. Giving Collins a little what for. Yes, I can, Collins replied. But you be careful. It's getting pretty dark. Prunty worked the count to 3-2, fouling off five consecutive pitches. He remember call he remembers Collins telling him there would be just one more pitch. Why the fuck you got to Oh, I guess cuz he's going to call it while you're in the batter's box, Collins. That's fucked Ooh. up. Just one more pitch, Collins or Prunty. <laughs> <laughs> so naturally, I was swinging hard, Prunty recalled. I just met a high outside pitch and out of the park oh, it God. went. It was the biggest thrill of my life. The crowd of 4,000 fans spilled onto the field. Four thousand. Four thousand. I thought the same That's thing. A lot Baseball used to deal. be fucking. What else are you gonna do? In I Aberdeen, guess Prunty's the Mick Jagger of northeastern yeah. South Dakota. And this, and now as Prunty signs his ball, stiffest black jeans, <laughs> sharpest <laughs> New Balances you ooh, ever saw. Just like he's walking on clouds. Collins escorted Prunty around the bases to be sure he touched each bag. Oh, God forbid. <laughs> this Collins is a real piece of shit. <laughs> or he won a little of the glory. <laughs> the next day, someone found the ball lying in the grass beyond right the right field wall. And now, everybody, we must pay Prunty pilgrimage because it is now on display at the South Dakota Amateur Baseball Hall of Fame in Lork, Lor- Lake Norton. Norton. A really poor job signing that ball. Must be an old, old yeah. He was, you know, later in life yeah. when he really earned the name Bill Prunty. <laughs> you only get the name Prunty if you fucking live. He only signed that ball after he fucking signed his name on a few Krauts fucking dead 
skulls first, all right? He's like the bear. He's like, uh, yeah, he's scalping Nazis over there. <laughs> he had to he fucking Nazi scalps. He had to put down his P fifty nine pallets or whatever that crazy skinny gun is to pick up the pen to sign that ball. <laughs> he had to take Are you that. Grunty from uh, Clear Lake. No, I'm no, Grunty from Bastone. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Grunty from Bastone. <laughs> oh, so what's Prunty's nickname? And you know, in the shit, in the trenches, what do they call him? Bad motherfucker. Yeah, apparently. they do. Yeah, bad bags, Prunty. <laughs> and then Did you Collins. Say bad bags or bat bags? Did you know I played baseball? Is that yes, you, Collins? Did, There's old creepy <laughs> Collins. He you who Hugo Boss Nazi umpire outfit. Oh yeah, you know Collins is the guy who was you know the fucking co that got fucking fragged because he wasn't fucking oh, right. letting like his a, guys a, dig a ditch. Schwimmer in a Band yes. of Brothers, the one yes. that's just like, I won't serve a day with this man. Yes, yeah, Schwimmer cut him down. That's back like. Oh, I think a lot of fucking, well, that's not fair. I think there was a lot more camaraderie in World War II, so that didn't happen as much. But the times they were a-changing in Nam, because you didn't have to do too much to get your Whoa. ass fucking shoved you down a, a hole. too smart. A little too smarmy. You had to just uh, not hey, take guys, a Hey, it's time two. to get up. And you're like, why'd you throw a grenade in my face? <laughs> God, I just... We just have to get from here to there. They know our position because of your fucking weed smoke, you fucking chimneys. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Taking that fucking is he smoking out of, out the of gun. that shotgun or is he just pretending so he can level it at the back of my forehead? The shotgun bong is the highlighter joint of the Vietnam yeah. War. You just don't need it. You literally can just wrap, roll it up in a banana leaf and fucking it. just empty eat all it. the cigarettes. Because literally all you have is cigarettes, so. Oh, yeah, you right. You know you got, like, just empty the fucking cigarette. Nah. You beer be cans. Cool. Who's that, Cronkite? Hey, Walkie! Walkie! <laughs> I'm gonna smoke out of a gun! He's from TV, guys! What, uh, I guess what kind of war that implementation? even work? I mean, I know it works, but, like, it's too much work, I yeah, think. It's a lot. I mean, how do you smoke out of the gun? Having smoked from a bong right. in my time, I, the physics don't think... I, did they just load it full of weed and just light the end? Or just heat up the barrel? I don't know, because you don't see people... You knew that... You didn't want to be next to the guy that actually put lips to the barrel, all right? Because <laughs> the way you always see it, you're like, the, the one guy was like, Oh, oh we so taking wet. toots? Oh, 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 oh. It's like, all right, Prunty. Uh, son of Prunty. Son of Prunty. Just too gummy. Too gummy with the, the gun bong. Just that prunty. fucking taste. If if it were me, I'd put hot sauce on the end of that barrel just He's to get it next time. He's always got a sucker, time. too. Oh, uh, yeah. He's got a lolly, so it's always like red oh, mouth. Oh, no fucking thanks to prunty, that. Prunty, my son of Prunty, my gun's all sticky now. I am Blow Pop, son of Prunty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of the Aberdeen Pruntys? <laughs> I pride myself on knowing Midwest names, too, and Prunty... It's one I couldn't even make up myself. <laughs> that is the most JP-ish of all names. So, Vietnam to World War II. To... So, everybody, go go check out the old well, if Amateur you Baseball Prunty, Hall of Fame. Yeah. Of course we I can transition because you, were, you had said, <clears throat> how old was Prunty? And in your mind, in my mind, that story, I'm like, he's 58 years old. 
1938 in the in amateur baseball. So. I'm sure there were no rules. On he's the oldest right. man playing baseball in America. Now he's the oldest living Confederate soldier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Ash made a quiz for us. Fantastic. Thank because you, she cares for us and she knows that we are dumb dads. Yeah. But this we her and I have had this conversation a few times. Um just where it comes up and it's like, holy crap, really? Am I am I Prunty? <laughs> How old is Prunty? Is Prunty am I older than Prunty? Oh, I got a feeling where so you're it's, going. So here. this is gonna be yep. the quiz. It's a dumb dad TV quiz. Sure. So I I'm gonna it's to you, U V Quizmaster Ash. Uh you have to guess the age of these famous dumb dads. Oh, I thought you were going to I thought the quiz was going to be how many times do you double check your wife's grocery receipt? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Cashew? You can steal water, guys. Steal you that know? water. Come on. Go peanuts. You don't got cashew money. All right, yes. Guess the age of the gentleman or women who who about. will be the dumb dad. All right. When in these TV shows, for example, we have an example because okay. he's in the news with his chicken skin thighs. We got Timmy Allen. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Flashing doing hogs and doing wrongs. Because <laughs> you had mentioned last week, you were like, "Oh, that all that Pamela Anderson stuff is yeah. coming out." Yeah. He just, I guess, opened his robe to her. This is in her book, so her book sounds kind of boring. Um, he flashed her. He's like, "I saw you naked." Wait. Creature. Yes, creature. creature. He is the first shower stall creature, yeah. You think he did it Langorously to watching. <laughs> he should have. <laughs> oh, she was on his show. That's yes, the... I've oh, forgotten I just put that together. Because the Binford girl that's... My heart is whoever <laughs> the actress that I don't know her name is that was subjugated to complete objectification, literally as a the brunt of the joke is that she's right. not a th- person. That she's a literal Binford tool. Oh, I just right. put that and together like now. How crazy. Fucking write it up. There yeah. you go. There, get that dis- uh, uh, If you're listening, <laughs> Columbia, we're coming. Binford girls. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's funny that you mentioned that because, yeah, I'd forgotten that it was Pamela. And I think it was two seasons they said she was on that show. Well, the first ones, yeah. <clears throat> the first. And... She skipped objectification by becoming the most objectified person on television. Right. But got the power and didn't just remain like, okay, where's a, where's old half shirt? Get her in here. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Arr, arr, At least arr, she, arr, arr, she got to. Right. And missile. she's such a sweet person, too, from everything I've read. Yeah. So for her to have been treated that way, but at least she, you know, owned, uh, at, at the time, he owned was... it until people, until she fucking. Well, the, married a creature. The reason part of the conversation started was Ash was like, "You, I, heard, you had mentioned when because she's always like, what you guys talk about on the podcast?'" Right, right. So I kind of like recap what we talk about, and I mentioned that, and she's like, "Did you guys know that, that about Tim Allen, like the flashing thing?" And I was like, "No," but Hans mentioned something about. Pamela Anderson and him. So I was like, it must have been in the same zeitgeist. Right, right, right. So we started talking about it. So Pamela Anderson puts it in her book uh-huh. that he's a he's a piece of shit. Flasher, piece of shit. But 
Then she goes, nah, his, his comedy's so edgy. So that was just him being him. And I went, was that motherfucker ever considered an edgy comedian? Maybe if he did he a... He sold cocaine? Oh, 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 and that ho, ho, ho made his fucking flap jump when he did it. But no, he wasn't an edgy. I don't even know, Casey. I, I don't even have never seen... I cannot picture Tim Allen on a solo stand-up stage. In my, I, I can literally not picture... I wouldn't even know what he I know it's about. a thing, but I think the only time I see him doing something oh, other He's a blazer than, and boot, man. Oh, yeah. The only time I can think of him younger and not giving us the... Sh- shilling us the shit that he did is done for our lifetimes is mm-hmm. he was like a, a fucking hacky herky jerky host of a wet t-shirt contest in like detroit right that's i always like i i've never seen him like he's not even what is edgy which is so i I don't know that but she said she defended him she outed him and then defended him that's because she's a nice person and she just i know what she's trying to she was like they drew the like because did she did she give did she do him wrong or did she do him dong? Did she describe? Uh no, I don't think so. Not that I had re- I assume the same dog shit that I read would have been like and then she said his dick looked like a chestnut. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck that guy. Oh, but what if But then she had another story about like going into a bathroom with Jack Borland? Nicholson. Oh boy. Jack okay. Borland. Yeah. And Jack was in the midst of a three-way at the old Playboy Mansion, and then he was grunting, and they made eye contact, and then he said, thanks. Thanks. she bent over to put her fucking lipstick on? This is, this is the story that I read, and I was like, what am I doing? I have a fucking cavity where my frontal lobe should be. Why Why do I care? I know Jack Nicholson. He got, so she's like, I helped him get off in a three-way. What is what what kind of help did he need? Eye contact. Eye contact. I don't know. And then it was Albert Fish. (laughs) I don't know. What more do you need? What's the point of this story? We need to reframe the and maybe it's happening. I, but then I, she went, it's like the, the, the fucking Tim Allen thing, because she went on and was like, Playboy Mansion was so it's so bohemian and just no, crazy. And I was no, like, oh, no. come on, man. That's what Nothing I'm talking about. But another about. bad take. Reframe that shit. I love Jimmy Kahn. I love Jack Nicholson. I love yeah, all dude. those era people. But that's a really it's gross. grimy. It's a gross He was thing. fucking two women in, in a, a bathroom. Where fucking some creature that was probably around the corner in. taking a shower, probably Hugh, or <laughs> Hugh was eating his fucking oatmeal dandies on the toilet. It's like, or there people go like, oh, go to the grotto. It's just some fucking scuzzy, Ugh. butt cheek spread water fucking, you know, uh, paramecium dish. Like, ah, reframe the old Playboy Mansion. Um Let's no, find I mean, out what, it's like yeah. you want to think it's like, oh, cool, yeah, it's free love, it's not, baby. It's not. No, because you find out half of those women were fucking quaaluded out of yeah, their Yeah, they were all drugged. Right, right, right. And even if, I guess I'm just old. It fits. The, I, it fits I'm just too tired, Case. Too tired for it. You and I are the perfect two fat-headed young, young bros who we grew up with that shit. 
Like, and I'm just like, nah, I wouldn't. I, I really s- wouldn't. Even if a time machine happened, and they're like, I could take you and hot, you and hot. JP blows up. It's 2003. JP at the old Playbee. I'd be like, eh, no. It's got to be something better. Something bad would happen. I'd have a fucking heart attack. Yeah. I'd be the one playing the You'd slot machine found. and it falls on You'd top of me. You'd be found somewhere horrible. Yeah, I'm telling you, I'm just too tired. I could have turned that corner this morning, two Binford girls under the shower, and I'd be like, fucking, how Excuse broken me. are your arms for those fucking curtains, ladies? Because I don't need to see you fucking, <laughs> you know, get in there deep. I just don't need it. I don't need to see you scrub it underneath your toenails. Don't need to see I it. think. Don't I hope it. I'm not as much of a pig and wouldn't be like, well, hello. They're like, oh, I guess we are in the we are in the neutral <laughs> gender neutrals fucking <laughs> 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 locker room. <laughs> hello. <laughs> Why is he got a butt ass got in a full suit on? That's how I shower. I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I, this is a thinking man shower. All right. Uh, <laughs> Dumb dads. Yeah. Fuck. I identify as a, a match game contestant from fuck 1972. <laughs> yeah, this one's just for Charles Nelson Riley and uh, Klinger. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Farr. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, all right. So anyways, long story short, dumb dad quiz. I'm going to ask you and actually comb through the books. TV dads. All right. Some may be dumb. Some may may not be dumb. Okay. But I will ask you, and you have a two two year window How to get old the score. They are. How old they were when the show came out? So, the, if, for example, the actor or the Tim, character. Ash was going to do the character, but it it's got weird. Okay. Because yeah. it it ends up being more fun if you pick the actor. Yeah. Because some actors play old, some actors play young. Got it. Sure. 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 All right, so you have an example you're hitting us So, with. for example, Tim Taylor in Home Improvement, played by Tim Allen. Yeah, how creative. Oh, so, and I'm, married, I, I'm to guess. Married, yeah. father of three. Uh-huh. How old was Tim Taylor in the first episode of Home Improvement? How old was Tim Allen playing Tim Taylor, correct? Yes. So correct. we're just going to say the actor... It's age of actor, but we can stick with the yeah. character. Tim Allen was, oh my God, and he looks because like we a- Because always do this. And he I'm looks like, like a 50-year-old man to me. Right, exactly. That's why the kids, game came about, because got- Ash and I always have this conversation. We always assume that everyone on television when we were kids was like 50. Then I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to say he was 29. You got no points, but it's an example. Tim Allen was 38 years young. Oh, thir- so I went too young. All right. 38. Not all right. too off. I-, I can actually see 38 on that. But right. It, not, that see, this is so hard for me fits. because I always instinctually go to a, a crazy number. You think Tim's going to get tarantino at some point? Because we can't back? be the only ones that are like, you schmuck. But no, there's nothing to Tarantino him from. Is somebody going to be like, we all forgot how good of a dad Tim you Taylor was. Bring him back. He doesn't have <laughs> right. that Vinnie Barbarino thing going on, right? No, right. You weren't a cultural icon as a teen slash twenty, or a exploitation movie, or an action right, star. Like, yeah. Travolta makes sense because he's like TV wholesome, Greece. Okay, cool. And then he went away. 
Then Pam Greer so, makes sense. Some of the best uh-huh. sense, right? Yeah, Tim Allen. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Because they kind of try. He tried to do an image thing. I forget what movie it was. It was a Netflix movie about like a guy robbing a grocery store and Tim Allen or a a, a convenience store and Tim Allen played like an alcoholic. Like that was in the grocery store. Uh, Do you remember what I'm talking? So he played really yeah, trusty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, all right. So he was 38. That piece of so he's 38. So shit. that'll be your touchstone. So the first one we're going in. We're coming into the quiz. We got ten dumb dads, mm-hmm. and then we got three three bonuses because they weren't technically dads, but they were TV, and we would know them. Were they two dads? All right. Oh my god, I wish this should. That's actually a good one. So number one out the gate. Tony Soprano from The Sopranos, oh. as played by the great James Gandolfini. Yeah. How old is Tony Soprano? When First time started. you see him, head of the family, Either late night head of the class, 2000. Uh, he did father of two, married. Uh-huh. What was it? Carmela? Um, Carmela. I'm going to go pretty even Steven on this one. And say he's rocking that role at forty-three. Thirty-seven. Tony Jesus Christ! <laughs> yes, two now years we're... younger than me. Younger yes. than Tony us. Soprano is younger than you. I the mean, last I time feel we old, rewatched but... Tony yeah. Soprano, last wow. time we watched Sopranos, Ash was like, "Do you know how old James Gandolfini was?" And I was like. I don't know, he's probably 42, you're older right. than me. And she went, no, he's, he's three years, four years younger than you, dude. Uh, and I went, no way, Tony Soprano is not. He did so much. Too much testosterone, it aged him. So he must, he died so, yeah. pretty young then, huh? Yeah. Fucking no, eating he, yeah, he was... gaba de ghoul in Italy, I think. Yeah. He had a heart attack in Italy, right? Little Italy. <laughs> Little Italy, yes, Jersey. No. <laughs> uh, I saw fucking speaking of dumb dads in Jersey. I, I whipped my head around the corner and who's shilling fucking COVID shots but old Bruce the boss. Oh. Springsteen fucking. He ain't taking on. Nah, no way. He's too busy sleeping with his neighbor's wife at the gym <laughs> like a creature. That's right. Again, creature. It all comes back, uh, you fucking creature. All right. So I was too... Young on yeah. Tool, too old on... Uh, so, yes, he no. was 37, you guess what? 30, 40, 43. Okay. 43. All right, all right. So all right, on, number on. two. Uh, Walter White from Breaking Bad as played by the great Brian Cranston. The great Brian Cranston. Should have followed it up with uh, Malcolm in the Middle. Um, but you can use that as a reference. I am. Believe me, I am. Uh, Walter White. Boy. I mean... I just can't go any younger than 40. 40. 40? Brian Cranston was 52. Damn. <laughs> I know. That one made me feel good because I was like, well, at least I'm not older than Walter White. And I know yet. enough about... He fucking... I watched... He played LBJ. like, um, And I've listened to him. He's a super interesting guy. Like one of those guys that doesn't just have acting stories, but lived like he rode his fucking motorcycle cross country, got into fucking mm-hmm. bar fights and he was doing it in like the like seven. But he shit. fucks so me I up because it's like you're like, I know like Malcolm in the middle, 
He played a dad, which seemed age appropriate. The dumbest dad. But he's yeah. in Seinfeld. And he's like a young oh, guy. Yeah. But he's probably fucking 37 in right. Seinfeld. And, but, and, late 30s. And I'm picturing, like, because they age Walter White pretty heavily just in the show. Yeah. With, or just make him look so different. But damn. All right. I'm not. Dumb Dad's not doing 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 dumb so far. This one is coming. It's coming hot. Coming fresh. It's not too far off. All right. Tony Scully, the commish, as played oh. by Michael Chiklis. Okay. Okay. In the commish, <laughs> he is 35 years old. Uh, Michael Q. Chiklis was 28 years old. That's fucking insane. <laughs> That's insane. Why did Ash I... is going to be so happy because she started the quiz and was like, I, I, can't, I have to talk to you. And I was like, I, but if I'm going to take the quiz honest. Like, I, I can't. And she's like, but Hans gives you quizzes all the time. And I was like, okay. So then we spent a whole afternoon right. just like, she's like, you're going to lose your fucking mind on yes. some of these. So he was born looking like Don Rickles, he, huh? He hasn't aged today, apparently. He was just. He's in something now. Chickless is hot right now. He's yet again a ball like detective a promo or something. something. Yeah. He's, yeah, he was like a gym coach or something. Like, he had a sweatshirt on. Like, he's. He needs to go away for a while. I I would love a nice commish. Bring me a commission to like a a period piece, right? Ooh, right. Give him a nice powdered wig. Sure. He could play Madison, one of those ruffian. Oh, he would. Yes, please. Michael Checklist is James <laughs> Madison. Hey, a fucking Adams was a pretty big, you know, pretty big deal. Mm-hmm. Why don't we get a James Madison? He's tiny, so that's pretty. You get that? You get the yeah, accent how did that fucking... doesn't. It's like the pale blue eye we talked about. Like, oh, yeah. I love that they gave oh, Poe right. that southern lilt because I would have never thought to give it to him. And you're like, but of course he would. He's from fucking Maryland. But as I think about it, I will say, oh, what's that fucking actor's name? He really, Chickless should be cursing him over the past decade, whoever played Adams, because he probably stole quite a few roles from him. Chickless is born to play oh, John Adams. right. Oh, Gandalf John Adams. I forget fucking... what his fucking name is. That I can't, it's on the top. It's Paul, uh, Paul, Paul Giamatti. Giamatti. Yeah. 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 Chickless should have been in that Howard Stern movie as Pig pig Butts or whatever the fuck yeah. the name of that character was. He should have been Bruce Willis and uh, coming back to Pulp Fiction. Oh, Chicky Baby. You've been good, man. You know who Chickless needs to play? Butterbean in like the next Rocky movie. <laughs> that would be so fucking say, good. He's older than Butterbean. I was like, Butterbean is twenty years older than Michael Chiklis. Right, exactly. He'd be great. Oh god. Butterbean. <laughs> Just throw a pair of fucking red, white, and blues on him. If anybody Boxing doesn't know gloves. who we're talking about, Butterbean is this look like... bald fucking slab of a boxer. Who could take a punch Had and give a one. punch. Oh, yeah. And if you ever want to know anything about Butterbean, just YouTube Butterbean Boxes Wrestler. Because they did this failed experiment where these wrestlers went toe-to-toe and actually fought. And the guy who actually won, they were like, alright, well, we'll have him fight an actual fighter. So they put him in Gotta the ring with Butterbean. And, yeah, Butterbean, like this a- guy might look big and unhealthy, but he's a professional fucking boxer. And he sure 
He looks like you would fight guy. him in, in Punch-Out. Like right, yes. Fat, bald, yep, yep, yep. Punches like a mountain, but it's like King guy, Hippo. King Hippo, that's what yeah. it was. I kept thinking King Kong Bundy, but that is a wrestler. Um, yeah, Butterbean. Yeah. Yeah. So you should play Butterbean. Let's do it. Let's write it. Let's write it. Oh, we could do a, a fucking Oscar-nominated version of Punch-Out. <gasps> King good. Kong. Do you know King Hippo. That you is really good. How come they have not fucking theatricized right Punch-Out? It's the storyline's there. You I mean, got a fucking... You got your principal character. You got his side. Uh, you got his ringman. You got. And he'll come up later. Jean Val or Val Johnson could be the coach. Oh, forget it. He would be a because he was probably fucking thirteen when he did Phantom. <laughs> Urkel was probably older than him. All I right, could skip to him. He is on the list, but yeah, Reginald Val Johnson, but he's a further down. All right, we got I love the next how you, one. You've really Frenched up his name because isn't there that guy Regé Jean Page or something? So now he's oh, yeah. Reginald Valjeanson. Reginald Valjeanson. Um, I'll give a little French Canadian to give him. him a kiss. Give him a French kiss. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he stays in that first shower stall, you might get yeah. lucky. All right, anybody All right. but if Reginald Valjeanson was having a creature <laughs> bath. He can he can do it, but I get to You're look like, him in the eye you. and ask him questions. <laughs> That's it. If you want to, you know what? That's what. Can you be I'm on my do. podcast, Reginald Val Johnson? Oh, I'm yeah. just going to record you while you're taking a creature shower. Well, that's the thing. That's what I'm doing from now on. If you have the cojones to creature shower, you get I'm going to have a conversation with you without showering. Do it. Not that the that's even worse. The two guys fucking oh, oh that dries a bone. Makes sense, like. You're fucking no, no, you, you're right. You need to be dry. Oh, fully dry. You need to pretend on. like you're the wicked witch of the West. You're like, moisture cannot touch me. I'm so dry. Yeah, yeah. But I'm having a conversation with you. you I'm going to pull creature. out that handicap stool, you know, for the shower. <laughs> I'm going to sit on it and I'm going to keep talking. <laughs> turn it backwards so it's cool, like you're a cool substitute teacher. Oh, it doesn't have a back on it, but I'll still turn it. I'll, I'll saddle it instead of Did sit he bring on his it. own chair to have this conversation? I think he did. Well, maybe you should fucking shower like a like a normal human, a normal person, a faced alien. All right, <laughs> get the fuck out of this Twilight Zone. All, all right. right, next one, number four. Okay, number four. You know him, you love him, Coach Hayden Fox from <laughs> the show. Coach, He's so hard. It's played me by so Craig mad. Gregory T. Nelson. Uh, he was a young. <clears throat> man. I wonder how old. How he was old was in Craig T. Nelson when he and he is an adult father in Coach. Oh yeah, he sure is. She's been coaching. In college, he's in, he's a college coach. He's a big guy. All right, uh, Poltergeist probably came out what nineteen eighties. That was sometime. had to be. That was old. Middle eighties, I think, because it's post. So uh, and then coaches of the probably Art. fucking middle nineties, maybe early nineties. God. We're we're aging faster than these dads here. That's why this. I was like, this quiz is fun, and then I went, it's kind of not fun. He so it's gonna be nice. He's 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 thirty eight years old. So close on forty five. Fuck. He looks. I mean, yeah, he looks forty. I mean, in my mind, he looks. You know what? He looks forty five to me. In that, 
He looks how old it was seems Dobber? young. Like I'm close to forty five. He has a profession and a job and children. Oh, I have yeah. a child, but my child is little. Yeah, but he's a college coach. It's going to take him another ten years to oh to team up with Mona the... and get <laughs> his own <laughs> football breakers. team in Miami. The breakers. breakers. Wow, I nice. Think. Uh, I watched that show way too I, long. I dedic. I got. I'm. Uh, hey, if it, if there's one thing about me, I'm loyal. So early coach. Yeah, I mean, it's true. Is Jerry Van Dyke Same. not funny as hell? He's he's great. He's funny. I love Jerry great. Van Dyke. Him and Dauber. Uh, Dauber, they're a great team. So I I went along. I let them jump the breaker. I did. I it's also, hey man, we're South Dakota boys. We got simple. Yeah. That's close to us. There's no show that speaks to us as South Dakotans. When he went to the He's cabin, in Minnesota. I felt the cool, brisk air <laughs> Ooh, of that cabin. Better bring- <laughs> I loved when he went to the cabin. I still want a cabin because of Coach. You're actually, I do too, because I was like, that's where successful. But success did he live in the cabin? Okay. Like, what, did he live in Minneapolis? I know Christine, his He always had to bring, fiance, was she a broadcaster? Like, yes, she was in the media. Because he was always like, Dabber, I'm at the cabin. <laughs> but like, where the fuck else do you live? In the dorms? Like, <laughs> just his office. He's always snoozing. Yeah. Catching a snooze in the office. Then he Jerry Van Dyke comes in and spills the pencils. That band coach comes in and says oh, something right. lispy. Let's <laughs> forget the band coach, the like the gay teacher, I guess. Just to well, you need to be inclusive, guys. Oh, come on, you guys can't play that at halftime. I need some pep here. Oh, what a great show! Oh, a show I still about remember football this... written by nobody who knows anything about football. Because all he said was like, "Oh yeah, there were a lot of band episodes." Because everyone who writes for Coach was in the band. No one played right. football. Yeah, let's go band. What was the name of the? There was Screaming Eagles, right? Yeah. Were, were they Chippewa Falls? They were Minneapolis, right? St. Paul. I think so. Or just some nondescript they Minnesota Screaming Eagles. They were. That's what it was. Because I remember when my because my dad worked for Pepsi at the time. And one of their promos was, I guess, 7-Up was one of their sponsors. So yeah. he had a proper purple Minnesota Screaming Eagles Ooh, official. I, like that. I wish I still had it. Yeah. Not that I wear hats or even watch Coach. If you had a scream, well, would you rather wear a hat or watch Coach back in time when you've never seen it? <laughs> Fresh That's eyes. where I'm going back. What were we talking about going back and could do so much good, but you know what? I want to I see want that to pilot coach a coach again. without you know knowing what I got in store. <laughs> Being able to rediscover Craig T. Nelson all over again. That, that what is that like? That's that great line from Mister Holland's opus when she's like, "I'm pregnant," and he's like, "No," but then like she's crying, he comes in and he's like, "The deal is, when I was young and I went into a record store." The record clerk came up to me oh, I love and him gave me a record no to his wife. of John Coltrane, and I took the record home, and I played it, and I hated it. And then I played it again, and I played it again, and before you knew it, I loved it. So you telling me you're pregnant is like falling in love with John Coltrane all uh, over again. Uh, you, I love you re-explaining that because even as a kid, I was like, 
Bad read, dude. <laughs> bad fucking yeah. read. I don't even know who fucking John Coltrane is. And Probably still doesn't important. make sense. Where? <laughs> don't tell what, your wife. What's the analogy? Oh, yeah. No, I'll just look at my kid every day. I hate them a little until I. I'll just look at them till I stop. Well, but one day Thanks in our Butterbean movie, we'll bring in the coach line as Butterbean's, <laughs> you know, love interest tells him she's pregnant with his spawn. Because Butterbean's a. That'll be the denouement, because didn't Butterbean fight uh, George Foreman? And everyone's like, oh, it's two big guys. And then it was like not even. It's like Butterbean <laughs> versus wrestler. Even 50 year old George Foreman was like, I'm still motherfucking Joe George Foreman. Foreman. Get the fuck out of here, you fat white nerd. Talk about dumb dads. George Foreman is, uh, I guess I don't know any of his views. I'll probably not like it, but he's certainly a hero of mine for coming out and being like, fuck you. I'm a hundred. Bring it on, right? Didn't he win the heavyweight yeah. belt like, he, when he was Actually, 50? he was uh, He was 42. Two or forty-three, oh, I see. think. Okay, he looked sixty to me, and that shows I how much I know about sports. I was like, the forty-two <laughs> winning the heavyweight belt in the heavyweight championship. We're the same age right now. Oh yeah, that's right. And I can barely take the trash down to the road without on the ice without like. <sighs> that's he'll, my that's my thrill in Manila. Well, he'll probably. He'll probably outlive us. Uh, he's eating too much. He will outlive us because all the grease comes off his burgers when he's it's, using that and he grill. he throws it away and we're rubes and we keep it. Because we can't afford. What do we? We can just let all that grease go? This is our fucking living fat. <laughs> right? George Foreman has lobster fat. Yeah. We have living we fat. We live in fat. Give Come me my on. living fat. Put it in my old salsa jar. Yes. Where you it belongs. You save that like you're in a fucking survival show when you're fucking scrubbing that fat on your you gums it for just everything. to stay alive. That's our just like, mm, yeah, it's pep. Axle grease for your gum grease. Put it on your, put it on your, uh, uh, why am I saying gonna put it on your toilets? Put it on your toilet seat <laughs> as a prank, I guess. <laughs> I don't know where I was I'm going. lousy with living grease. I can prank it. That's my prank in grease. <laughs> prank in grease. <laughs> Oh man! All right, All I'm right. doing need some horrible brain here. brain grease, Italian brain grease. All right. Get through this. All right, we got the next one, number five. We're halfway through. There's ten. Wow. Okay. This is the one and only Ray Barone from Everybody Loves Raymond, as played by the great Ray Romano. He was big comedian in the eighties. Three kids, job. Nosy parents living across the street. Well, let's see. Sir. Oh, you know what? He's going to be younger than I wanted to go. I bet he's. I bet he's going to be in his early third. I bet he's going to be thirty-one. Hansi, baby, he's thirty-eight. Fuck! He's <laughs> doing the math. When did Romano? When did that show come out? I probably prod it out too early. I was bringing it out around 92. That's too early, isn't it? Yeah. No, that is, yeah. It's mid-late 90s. It's late 90s, yeah. So it's, it, that's about eight years Malcolm difference. Oh, that's what, that you could have covered the spread. Damn it. That's my four million down the drain. <laughs> Back to four. Four, four dollars. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Can't. It's still, you told me that story. It's still sitting in my brain like, I don't, I don't know what I would do. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. 
No, I, I do know. I do know. I'd be like, I need twenty thousand dollars worth of hoops yes, right now. That's that's the deal. <laughs> what's the difference? Like, I need to leave with something. You don't have more to than sp- four fucking dollars. You don't have Keep to split the millions. But you better fucking throw me. I don't think I'll I'll be happy taking anything less than breakfast 100, for the rest of my life. Just give me a hundred thousand dollars, and just know that you're saving yourself a lot of grief, all right? You're saving yourself <laughs> you a lot of fucking grief. You don't want this ghost haunting your casino. Because I'll find a way. I'll I'm gonna, find a fucking I'm gonna way. I'm going to drop off that episode of the podcast with the surfboard. Say, listen to this. This remember, Okay? Remember what this was. Remember, remember what this says. And that was a surfboard. This is $4 million. That surfboard was twenty. It was free. I'd fucking even. I'd fucking. <laughs> I'd fucking just settle here, my friends. <laughs> yeah, squatters' rights. It's like yeah. I live here now. Oh fuck yeah, I'd live there. That's right. I would be fucking pouring prank and grease in all of those fucking machines. <laughs> you hear me, casino? You know what prank and grease is? Those those to. spinners. They ain't stopping spinning. <laughs> It's like a perpetual motion <laughs> machine from all that free, prank and free grease. Energy for the casino. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Look and out, then Tesla. you still don't win because you're like, I created free, clean, renewable energy, and I get nothing. And I'm oh, out of my toilet grease. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! I am just. This is this is sad. Uh, this I'm no Bill Prunty. All right. Nobody's well, asking me to sign this quiz so that, far. Because the, the lights are dimming here on the old diamond. I know. I know. And I'm walking you around the bases. <laughs> God. So stupid. You got one shot. None left. of that shit happened. Let's be no, honest. None of that happened. Bill Prunty. No. Bill, this is a Field of Dreams situation, right? Bill Prunty. I love the story. Fucking. I'm like, there's no reason. Die. It's like. Come on, hurry up. We got to go home. It's dark. The wolves are coming out. It's 1936. We're, we're looking for Bill Prunty. You mean Dr. Prunty? No, uh, <laughs> he was called Bill Moonlight Prunty. Prunty. Oh, yes, that's Dr. Prunty. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. He died back in 1975. You but mean you Professor can talk Prunty? to Tom Collins down at the bar. <laughs> he always loved black jeans. <laughs> when he died, he had dozens of black jeans, <laughs> so stiff you could throw a boot at him. Right. Oh, you mean Professor Prunty from the Prunty Institute? <laughs> built this town, built this whole region. Oh, God. That's Dr. Prunty. All right. Oh, nothing but black jeans. <laughs> How deep can we cut? We cut deep on this right. podcast. This one's going to cut... <clears throat> We're at number six. <clears throat> Not a show you probably watched. I, I know of it. It's Doug Heffernan from King of Queens. It's played by Kevin James. Comedian no, Kevin I watched, James. I watched King of Queens. There's some funny mm. stuff on King of Queens. I mean, you can't go. I've seen it. Patton I've Oswald seen it. was on it. I actually yeah. think Kevin James is pretty funny. I actually think Re- Leah Remini is really funny. And you can't go wrong with Jerry Stiller. Oh, you yeah, really it's a big stiller. I fucking watched uh, uh, one of our movie night was Heavyweights. I don't know if I told you that. And, no. Uh, you know. God, it, I haven't seen fucking Heavyweights since. It's, it's probably a heavyweight myself. It's a, you know what? It's a, a, a stiller holds it on his back and there's nothing wrong with that crazy character he plays. 
I sat it's through it It's happily. a camp movie with fat kids? Yeah. And Ben Stiller's in it? Come on. Hiding candy. It's just a fun Given movie. You don't all. see these fun movies anymore. No. What happened to that kid? The main... I was like, oh yeah, that kid was the fucking protagonist. Carp from Mighty Ducks. Oh, Carp. Fuck, it was that kid. And then the other guy was... No. Yeah, the other guy was from Herman's Head, I think. Hmm. Was he? I know the dad. I know who you're talking about. He's not the fat guy from Herman's Head. But what's he from? I'm mixing. He's in a ton of sitcoms. Like he, I think he's like in Everybody Loves Raymond. Like he's like the fat friend from a bunch of other sitcoms. Is he the Santa Claus in Home Alone? No, that's um, that's the fat guy from Herman's Head. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Herman's Head! You're in my head. <laughs> like 10 episodes that, of that show but it just sits we've in both talked of our about it forever. in a hundred episodes of our show <laughs> we've talked about it for 30 years even the people that were on that show are we're like, like okay i fine. don't even fucking remember i was do you i'm fucking lisa simpson now um i'm the fat guy from armageddon you I'm, guys know me you see me they catch me in south dakota uh all right oh uh yeah, kid who, who are we talking about? Oh, Kevin James. Uh, Kevin James. He is younger. He is fucking younger. He is 30 years old. Oh, Hansi, he's 33. <gasps> I was a year I'll off. give it to you. I'm getting I'll closer. I'm getting closer. I'll give it to you. I'm giving it to you. Hey, he has a special. He's the same age as Jesus and Batman. He has Doug a special. Hefferman. Sweat the small stuff. Totally clean special. It's really it good. It is so funny. It's it really, so really funny. good. For all That's you... the first time I had seen him as a comedian. Yeah. That special is is great. It's fantastic. For all you sitcom dad haters out there who fuck you if you would ever turn down that money. Uh, maybe some people with principal did. I don't know. Uh, Ray Romano's. Do? If you've never seen his stand-up, he's fucking amazing. He also is one of Hilarious. the best SNL hosts of all time. Um, Phil Rosenthal, co-creator of Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah. One of the funniest people and, like, nicest people that have ever there lived. There you go. Uh, yeah, Kevin James, funny. Uh, where am I going? I don't know. I was fucking off. All right. Because uh, you're spending that casino money, that dumb dad casino money. No, I'm stuck in that slot. I'm stuck in my <laughs> slots. So we got one. You got Kevin James. I got a gimme. I got a gimme. I got a dad gimme. gimme. And now you got a gimme because you're going to have to work for it. Honey, just be nice to dad. Be nice to dad. This is Reginald Bell, isn't it? Lucky number seven. Best of the best. The greatest in the business. The Ric Flair of dumb dads. Alfred Bundy. Married with children. As played by Edward O'Neill. How old was Al Bundy when that show started? All right. I did not get this one when Ash asked me because I was like, I did. Well, he was in a made-for-TV movie about a pitcher with one arm. He played mm-hmm. the brother. Oh, God, speaking of, it fits. He played the brother <laughs> who he butterbeaned it. He brother who got, got butterbeaned and became retarded, <laughs> and supported his one-armed brother. <laughs> um, what a great movie! I wish I knew remembered the name of that one. Um, well, just. Google Bundy special needs. <laughs> Please um, do. And then immediately delete your and then, search history. And then tell us what you found. Um, <laughs> married with children. Late 80s. Either 88 or 89. 
That movie is probably early Don't 80s. Forget about Dutch. Well, Dutch came post. I know, came way later. He had... Um, Alright. He was... 29 years old. <laughs> I'm fine. He's 50, isn't he? He's 41! Oh, see, it makes sense. I thought I thought we were going at a... What did you... Where did you go? Higher than that? No, I went... I, I did, like, you young. I was, like... Not I that young, be, like, but I thought you were getting me on that. 37? What did I just say? 29. <laughs> 29. <laughs> oh, man. Whoa, Bundy. All right. Then another one. Another classic. Yep. Fave of the pod. Fave of the world. Danny Tanner, Full House, mm. as played by the great Bob Saget. Bob Saget, who I did see, rest in peace, who I did see do stand-up prior to Full House. It's been the mid-early 80s. Because what's... They were at the same time, Full House and Funny's Home Videos, right? They ran concurrently, but America's Funniest, I think, started like two or three years after. And then they had to fucking, I don't know if it was in the contract, they had to give Joey Gladstone like videos that are laughable or whatever the fuck that's, remember that show? (laughs) He had the (laughs) follow-up. That, videos that are laughable, laughable clips. No, he had the follow-up to that show. It was on right after. And the difference was America's Funniest Home Videos were videos that were just happened to be caught on tape. Mm-hmm. The follow-up show was so much worse because it was it's like videos people intentionally trying to be funny. So the running was character was... Jackalope? yes. Yes, I mean I thought they were the same show. No, they so seamlessly bled together. Yeah, that you're like it's two hours of fun. The last hour is kind of a bummer, but it's like people that are fucking juggling with their (laughs) knees in the mall. You know, it's always like the mall shot. Like I'm here to tell you something surprised me, and then they have that disorder where their eyes bulge out, and it's just right. Oh, fucking oh my god, that wasn't the same show. Holy no, shit. no, I it rested in my in my head spaces. I was like, yeah, it's just one long. I long mean, it show. all it all bleeds together. And I don't know if that show, if there was a the winner, fucking jackalope. It's basically Instagram the show, right? Because it's like, right. watch this no, guy exactly. play his ukulele with his butt cheeks or fucking, you know. J- yeah. I mean, Ugh. it's like whatever that show ridiculousness is, like mm. distilled down. It's like both of them. Yeah. But in one smaller show? No, but ridiculousness, I don't think people... Th- right, th- there's not... There are it's not amateur people them. trying to be funny. I think ridiculousness is just people falling on their dicks. Alright, um, I'll take Which is it. fine, you can watch it. I'm, I'm not above it, uh, believe me. If it's on and I catch a few over my <laughs> shoulder, I enjoy myself. I mean, Mag will send me videos all the time that'll make my knees shake. They look so painful. Ooh. I just can't take it. That fucking those neck falls when somebody's trying to Ooh, do a backflip. Yeah. <laughs> no fucking. Ooh. Oh my god. Uh I'm just doing terrible here. But that's all right. I'm having fun. I'm having fun. That's the whole point. Because that, you should. You, like, that's how that I was. Felt. A dad, I was like, that every... should be the 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 reward. <laughs> the dad reward. It's just the whole point. It's just it's just for fun. That's what I was saying about Ruby who wants to play t ball. I was like. 
Ruby, it's going to be great. It's just for fun. It's just for $175 a season. That's too much fun. <laughs> That's too much fucking fun. We should play D-ball for the Yankees? What the fuck? And by the time old dumb dad has to make a decision, that's the early bird special. If I don't make that call by February 18th, she fucking ticks up to 200 Ooh. It's like, Ruby, uh, do, you, do you even have a glove? Come on. <laughs> You're no, you, know, you don't put it, Ruby, you don't put it on your foot. To quote, another, a dark. to quote another movie, Rudy, you're a Rudiger. You're a Frywald. We're fine people. <laughs> you can have a fine life. But T-Ball's for good players. Great athletes. It's not for us. <laughs> the late, great, I forget his name. He was so fantastic of an actor. Played Rudy's dad. He played fucking the dopey sidekick yeah. to uh, Lex Luthor. He was in Deliverance. Oh my god, yes. Oh, shit. Character actor. It'll take us forever oh, to think he's of his name. Great. He he's was, amazing. He yeah. was wonderful. Sidekick. Otho! Oh, no, it wasn't Otho. That's Beetlejuice. Oh, that or were there two Othos? What is that name? I still, I for know. the I rest of my either. life, will watch Beetlejuice and, and go, who the fuck came up with the name Otho? I've never heard it in any other iteration it's, of it's in Beetlejuice anything. and Batman, or in fucking Superman. His name's literally Otho and Superman? I think so. All Mr. Right. Luthor! Oh, Mr. Luthor! <laughs> Oh, that is it, Superman? Because he's two? so fat, he keeps bringing down the the hot air balloon. That's Superman too, right? Where he's breaking him out of jail. With Lex Luthor's got a they hot fucking, air balloon escape. She cuts him off, man. Yeah, super. For anybody out there, Joy works. Superman two fucking still rocks. I love that movie. It's so good. Uh, well, we got a right. table. We got DC talk later. After oh, okay. We get through our quiz. All right. All right. Did you guess Danny Tanner? Did you guess? Oh, no. That's why. You have not guessed Bob Saget. We got derailed. I was fucking going. uh, You were rope-a-doping me. You were butter-beaning me. I I took you to Gladstone. I took you to Sadstone. I think (laughs) he was 33. You got it, baby. He's 31. Yeah. All right. I almost went thirty, but whatever. I'll take it in the window, baby. You got the window. Yeah, that's baby, why the window's I'm on there first. Now we are. We're looking for the hot double, Rajivel, with our favorite. Oh, you know it, my friend. The one, the only, Carl Winslow. Family matters. Reginald Valjeanson. His wife Harry, before he accepted so Urkel into his life. How old is Reginald Bell Johnson? A better question is, how old was that grandma on the show? Like, was she really 100 years old? I feel like that's like an Estelle Getty, where it's like, that woman was 22. Right, she was a sex pot. So funny, that sassy grandma. So funny, they created a grandma for a dinosaur show after her you can't tell me that grandma's not based on that grandma. Oh my god, you're totally right, they are kind of the same They look the same. Holy shit. All right. And Urkel is just the baby dinosaur. Oh, yeah. Not, oh, my God, he is. He even talks the same. We fucking um, cracked the Matrix and never thought about it. Hey, uh, you know how dinosaurs... Dinosaur is just family, and matters. family matters. But Jim Henson. No, no, no. no like you have you have two examples. There's two separate Annoying. shows. America's Funniest Home Videos and Videos in America. Hi, baby. Can you go back to your own shower, please? Because I need I need my space. Um, let me think. Reggie Vell was in Die Hard. 
That see, that's what fucks me up because I'm like, Die Hard is from 1971. <laughs> it's not. Well, Die Hard was that pre Family Matters. It was, yeah, it was definitely. It was, was. definitely. Because mm-hmm. I saw Die Hard after I saw Family Matters. And his character in Die Hard, I can't think of his name at the moment. Is what is is, is his wife's expecting their first child? So yeah, their young. first kid. Yeah, first kid looks the fucking same. R- Just saw him in a goddamn commercial. I did too. Little salt and pepper. But oh yeah, fucking but fucking Reginald looks didn't fucking. fucking Crap, Not a baby. second. Not no a second. way. Yeah, he looks gross. Not the same thing. And I felt bad because I thought he was dead for the last fifteen years. <laughs> but I, but I think that was just the judge from Bel Air. And I actually think that yes. guy might still uh-huh. be alive, or is he dead? I don't know that Uncle Phil. I do not know that. And I, I didn't get them is. mixed up because of because they were black and they were on TV. I literally thought they were both dead. All right, so. <laughs> So don't fucking fuck around. Think about how old this not dead man is yes. when he first yes. shows up on the set. And Urkel's the show- nary, nary. We got one whole season without him. The show was supposed to be about him and his wife. Uh, he is going to be 29 years old. 37. Fuck me. So what? how old is he now? 70? Yeah, he's yeah. got to be. So if he's 37 and like, what was that, 1994 probably? No, earlier. Oh, no, if 92? I was 10. Oh, earlier, 91? I guess, yeah. Maybe 91, 92? He's a thousand years old. You don't have Patrick Duffy on there, do you? <laughs> no, no Duffy. <laughs> Nary a Duffy in sight. <laughs> a prunty, but no Duffy. <laughs> Ooh, Duffy would have been a good prunty. That's like a good TV movie for a Duffy. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. A good baseball movie. Could you not go back? Could we not write, go back to our roots and write an amazing period piece that takes place in Aberdeen, South Dakota, around this ragtag group of amateur ballplayers and Bill Prunty's the pruntiest of them all but they fucking that's when they were like unite the the, t- the town that's going under from right bad like corn futures and they all actually there the was game. i don't know if it's the same team i have to look it up like there was a team from around that area uh uh for the amateur baseball hall of fame it was two years ago uh my dad was inducted into it but they inducted this team that is the most like they're like the greatest baseball team of all time, and they're just a bunch of hick kids from. And they won the amateur title. Strong like, We're farm just boys. young kids, and we beat we beat Texas. And that's it. They're just fucking we strong. Beat one good game. Not thinking, man. That's what you need. So, are you telling me your dad's got a baseball alongside the one and only? Prun- probably Prunty. Above Prunty. <laughs> your dad's cleats I'll are hanging I'll next move, to Prunty. I'm gonna move it next time I go. I'm gonna go in like. <laughs> cat burglar they'll say hey what are you doing you go just looking at my dad's cleats sir swipe <laughs> swipe brunty get out of here it i'll throw be, you in lake pelican it wouldn't be too hard to uh <laughs> to, <laughs> to repeat the, the hand printing on this baby old brunty's autograph is not one for the uh old fleer cards Let's that just ball that sure way. looks stitched pretty tight <laughs> just saying <laughs> 
<laughs> she smells new. Mm-hmm. All, All right. right, we got one more left in the regular round, and then we got three, three quickies. Okay. The last one is. Who could it be? I don't know if you've seen the show, but it is Coach Eric Taylor from Friday Night Lights. Oh. Played by the very talented Kyle Chandler. I I'm I I never watched the show. Heard it was good, but I'm at least familiar with what this dude looks like. Who he is. Um. Based on a movie, based on a book, which was then turned into a movie starring Billy Bob Thornton as the same sort of character. Is that the one that had Dawson in it? <clears throat> no, that was um, uh, fucking uh, something blue. Varsity like, Blues. Varsity Blues. Yes. You know, this da- one's serious. Dawson lives in Texas now with like nine kids. He gave Hollywood up. Oh, he I think Hollywood might have given up on him. <laughs> I just, I'm just saying. I mean, it. nothing wrong I've, with him. I've said it on the podcast before. Hollywood, I gave you up a long time ago, yeah. and they're like, "Oh, good." What Thank movie? You. What is that from? Hollywood, I can't quit you. Is that? Uh, I'm just trying to go movie quotes here. All right, I'm looking for this dude. I'm picturing him right. Kind of got the short black uh-huh. hair. He looks. I always said, if they ever wanted to continue doing Indiana Jones movies, they should cast this dude. Mm, interesting. The same way they do James Bond, because he's got that very Harrison Fordy, okay, handsome older guy. Yeah, thirty-seven, forty-one. Fuck. All right. Well, Jesus, Ash, you got to lie to her. Us dumb dads stick aced. together. Tell her I aced, aced this it. motherfucker. Like, need, I, need more quiz. Tell Try her harder I, next time. I ain't seen cleaner answers than. <laughs> when I crisscross that lawn on my rider. All right, we got oh, we bonus got, at least. We got the bonus. You got three, three mm. quickies. Yep. Number one, Jerry Seinfeld from Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld from Seinfeld. When he started, Seinfeld was 32. Ooh, you got it, 35. All right. Okay. All right, next we got the one, the only. These are all single men in their shows, so we I got gotcha. you. Samuel Malone from oh, Cheers, played by the great Ted Danson. He played professional ball. He's the Prunty. He is Bill Prunty. How is how old is Bill Prunty? Sam Malunty. Sam, <laughs> Sam Malunty. <laughs> uh, and there was a coach in that one, too. I, uh, all right. Yeah, we're making it quick. Sam Malone, early. early you can take your time. Mid- well, whatever. 80s. See, this one fucked shot. me up because I was like. He was 50 years old when the show came out. Yeah, and he was so bald. Remember that? Remember how big of a deal they made the last episode of uh, Cheers? The whole, f- they front-loaded it with the making of the last episode? And that's yes. when you oh saw them God, put the wig that, yeah. on fucking, this is before he got hair plants or whatever. He was bald as Butterbean. <laughs> and they showed, I was, my heart. That's the movie, is Chicklets versus Dancing for Butterbean. It's a movie about a movie. Oh, oh, oh my God! That's layered. Uh, he's gonna be. They're like, you're just making fun of us because we're bald. He's he's not nice. Sam Malone. Oh, man. if Seinfeld was 35 and that was early, he's 33. You got it. He's 35 as well. All right. See, I'm a, and the last. I'm a single man at heart. And the last one, and it will leave us into a possible quick transition. Okay. 
we have the one and only Dan Fielding oh, from Night fuck. Court as played by John Laraquette. How old is Dan I Fielding? I know where we're going. John so I just want to front load this. He's my guy. But I oh, know, he's a good guy. Everybody knows where we're going. Uh, I know a little bit about Laraquette. Uh, as we mentioned, maybe even last episode, he was the voiceover on uh, mm-hmm. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which I he think was, was yeah. 1980, right? Maybe 70s? I um, think it, that may have been like 79, 78. Yeah. He grew up that was in definitely in the 70s still. He grew up in New Orleans uh, in the 70s. As much so time as we've 55. spent with Mr. Fielding. 75, 85. He's 30 years old. 37 years old when he was starred as Dan Fielding. He looked good because he's sober. Uh, Yeah. Keeping it clean. Silver. Silver Fox, yeah. Why, pray you, would that be a uh, transition? Oh, I don't know. Not that I've been inundated with ads for a certain show called Night Court. Oh. Uh, Night Crap. Unfortunately, yeah, everybody just... out there knows how much we love Night Court. Yeah. And you only. You, 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 you argue with. what? What's the word about you hate what you love or whatever? You know, it's a. That new show is garbage, right? It's just. The reboot is like, garbage. It's beyond even. Like, like. Because I was like, oh, maybe we can sneak in an episode where we all get back together and talk about yeah. it. It's not even worth talking about. No, it's pretty hard. It's just, I don't. Could it have ever the... worked? Could it? And and apparently it's working for hundreds of millions of people because it's the number one comedy in America. That's some ginned up <laughs> bullshit. Like, I don't know who's paying for that fucking check. Um, well, that's what Ash had. It. We were just uh. like, ah. Because you had you had watched it before we recorded last week. I've watched the first three and I, episodes, and I was like, I, "I we forgot to do it. We'll do it." Yeah. So we did it over the weekend, and like I told you in the text, Ash was like, "Okay, I got to do it." It was like the old days. Get the, the old pad, legal pad out, and she literally just went, "I just yeah." And then she looked at me and went, "I don't know who this show is for." To which my response was, I don't either. Yeah. It's, it's not for young people. It's not for people that love the show to begin it's with. It's not for OG Night Court people. I don't think so. Because people well, that watched Night Court was a pretty smart show. I know you go back mm-hmm. and a lot of times it changed, but Night Court we was a pretty smart show. So I, I I would like to think it had a pretty conscious but here's what But here's what got and it, me and I was like, yeah. This is a show about New York written by people who live in Los Angeles. Yeah. Because the crux of Night Court is that love of the fight that is New York City. Like, I don't live in New York anymore, but I fucking love New York. Yeah. And New York is fucking crazy. Yeah. And it's fucking hard. Yeah. And it's weird. Yeah. And it's like the best place on the planet. And night is so, different than day in New York. Night is different Hence than day. Court. And none none of that to me was represented. That's a good in point. The show. Yeah, that's a like, great point. None of the city was represented. Like we spent last week talking about champs. That cock like, ring joke at the beginning that wasn't representative? Still like jokes. And it was like, why does Dan Fielding live in a fucking penthouse? Yeah. 
And let me ask you this. Is it the way courts work where the judge decides who the prosecutor is? Like, they're on a team. Is that a thing? Yeah, it's the city. Like, you are you are the judge. You I, Like, I... You're asking me, and I, I, I just, I don't. The judge can't choose a prosecutor, right? Because the prosecutor, the, the judge has to not be biased. Episode. Two redheaded twins get into a fist fight. That was it. There was nothing That's representative a... of the city. Meat joke. Like no home. Like n- nothing that deals with homelessness. Nothing that deals with the weirdness. Pigeons in the ceiling. Pigeons in the ceiling. Well, Ash and I talked about it. it was like there is a show that has been on. Since fucking Night Court ended and has not stopped since then, it's called fucking Law and Order. Right, like, right, right. I don't right. understand why you can't just do something similar, but it's just, hey, man, let's, it's nothing, it's not so serious. It's not about sex crimes, but there are kooks, there are weirdos. Yeah. Like, I did and just, then Ash, go ahead. I was going to say, Ash sent me this article because we were like, what would it be? That's what she was like, that's what you guys need to talk about. What it's like, it what be? would a your have night court episode have been? Oh, interesting. Are you and asking me? Like, no, yeah, you go. No, 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 you go ahead. Go ahead. You got one. And then she, we were having that conversation. And she's like, I just actually read this article. It's perfect. Why the fuck wasn't this night? And I went, oh, my God, that is like the essence of fucking New York. So I guess there, there was this like super exclusive. Like supper club, supper club. Okay. Like it's like a hundred K membership all right that opened before covid and it stayed around and people keep coming and it stayed popular and then now that after all of the commotion of covid has come to pass yeah people went hey wait you don't have licenses for anything (laughs) ah and they have people on file like health department people have gone and reviewed this place Oh, and wow. yet it never showed up that they don't have a permit for food. They don't have a fucking liquor license. It's just. It's the George this... Santos of restaurants. It Nobody really fucking is. checked it. And I was like, that's great. Like, give me a health department story. I'm going to sue the city because I did work. Extra work. Give me a fucking George Santos story. He's from New York. Give me the crazy what? ass. My mother fucking died in the Holocaust story. You know, like, go crazy. And it was like, but you're 20. Your mom wasn't old enough to have lived in the Holocaust. Okay. It's a living. It's a living. Hey, that guy's got some balls to fucking but, still yeah, go so. out in public. I think, what about this for Night Court? First of all, you can't have a show with a fucking laugh track anymore. You just, you just can't. You can't. Why in the it just world? just doesn't. Do you think you could get away with that? Again, they said Abby, whatever the fuck her name is. They're like, Shh, I got to send you this. If um, you watch the credits, literally every other person has her last name. So I think her family is the Sopranos because yeah. her uncles are getting money off this night court gig. Well, she apparently was on a big, the Big Bang Theory. I didn't watch that, but. I, I do know people fucking that were on it for even a sure. modicum period of time fucking banked. So she had time to chill. Like and they all made like a million plus an episode. Like yeah. she's got a stack of money. Yeah. So she that she can swim in court. like Scrooge McDuck. I don't like that was we kept. Oh, yeah. No, but she's these conversations like why her why and her this husband show? are both executive producers and developers of the show. I mean. They fucking were going through old fucking YouTube clips and went, 
that one. Let's revive that one. Is, is anybody from it. the show still alive? Why not Coach? Laricat. Oh, like, why yeah, not why any? Not like, why not? Who do you cast like, for Jerry Van Dyke? You can bring Dauber back. I think he's alive. Oh, yeah. he's got, But he's got SpongeBob money, man. Get the fuck out of here. That's right. He's Patrick. He's Patrick. He? Oh, he's, yeah. That so, dude is never. He's good. He's been good. He was good after Dauber. And then he's like, oh, I got this Jerry gig. <laughs> Patrick fuckers. He fucking him and who we just talked about from Herman's head, Yardley Smith. Mm-hmm. And who else do we uh uh Tara Strong. Tara like Strong, who, yeah. Uh Will Arnett. Like who are like no like Those who are, are like the dead. voice people that are just fucking we should make a, a voiceover fucking uh office type sitcom. It would be boring. Um <laughs> It's called what a podcast. Night Court, Abby. Uh, oh, you were saying, Roush. who would I cast as Jerry Van Dyke? Oh, yeah. Who would in you Coach you cast? 2.0. Jonah Hill? Ooh, he's, yeah, why not? Oh, Jonah Hill's too, like, which is great. I actually watched a show, a movie that I had no intention of ever watching. Was it, it the Netflix one? With him and Eddie Murphy. You know what? Yeah, is it good? It was a really fucking good time. Fun? I forgot how much I think Jonah Hill's funny. And Eddie Eddie Smith Eddie Murphy's Eddie Murphy is uh, he doesn't have like he's just true to form man like there was like that weird that Dolomite movie was really good yeah there was that weird period where he was doing movies with like Owen Wilson and shit but like this has got some really fun Eddie Murphy parts really I actually enjoyed it but the for Jonah Hill his reactions his like sarcastic reactions where it's that I need a goofball I need a goofball for Seth Rogen we need a wacky we need a yeah what do you get like who's the the Ed Helms <laughs> no he's got to be short fat and blonde <laughs> I'm going I'm going visual here well you just got a job with Ed Helms's team because they went. Hodge just said he's not short, fat, or blonde. That's great. This guy's great. Uh, let's see. Um, I don't know who you like. Oh, I got it. I'm casting Greg Stone. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's got to be able to take direction, but. Uh, <laughs> just a lot of fucking stripping zombie or stripping mummy. I'm mummy going. Because, I mean, he does all the cons. It's great. I'm going Kevin from The Office. He could be a good. Ooh, Luther. Kevin is good. Oh, cast his older brother. Just cast a uh, fucking dick. Right? He's oh, alive, right? Man, he's still kicking. Oh, hell yeah, he is. He's like 99 years old now. I wonder how old he was with the Dick Van Dyke show. Clean, neat as a pin he was growing up he was, like just that. He's probably on the spectrum of, he was probably like 22. Yeah, right? Yeah. Best era? Is that the best era of... Best era of looking men. Those nice skinny suits with those ties. I think. I like that. Forties, fifties, it's got a good Mad look. Many. Yeah, I like just that sharpness. Yeah, but you know, which like, I don't don't have. I don't have either. So if I'm in that period, like you never see, like <laughs> when I, we're down at Skid Row, so I'm saying, I'll shine your shoes, Mister Van Dyke. We can't afford a suit. <laughs> we're impressed just by people in suits. All right, I derailed us. <laughs> To there, but where the fuck were we before that? Oh, Night Court. We were talking. Night Why Court. can't they? Re- if you could make Night Court work, can't you Fresh Prince of Bel Air it? 
that was one of my things. I was like, what if you shot dramatic? it? Like, not even make it, like, make it feel, like, I kept going back to it, and I was like, Ash, I don't know if you've ever seen the show, but you know what Naked Gun is. But there was yeah. one season of it, it's Tales of the Police Squad. That's really great, Which is yeah. where Naked Gun came from. Yep. And they play that show so hard and honest. It's still Leslie Nielsen, mm-hmm. and they play it like a straight cop show. But they do all that wacky slapstick back and forth dialogue. I was like, that could have been Night Court. You could make it. You could make it look and feel like a Law and Order SVU, but still do jokes. Like, yeah. still make it be funny. But if you're like flipping through the channels and you're like, why is there a pie fight happening right now but it looks really grimy and intense how bad did you want like that's the one point. principal character at least show up in that garbage shit i know you had Laracat, but we knew he was in it how bad did you want like weekend of bernie's bowl. to walk by behind i, I know Same. bull, bull I wanted... screeched him bull screeched him he burned the rest of the cast so bull's not invited back and bull fucking wants to be invited back believe me the last role he had was in fucking the Flintstones movie, right? Oh, but no, he's got them. He's got fat stacks. He's a voice actor. No, he's Harvey Dent in Batman. Really? Yeah. That's... All these fucking schleps. See, you never know. Schleps. He was oh, great. He's been I love him. Oh, yeah. I just, I'm with you. It just didn't. I just didn't understand. I just didn't get it. Like I sent you that text. I was like, I feel like I'm a fucking Martian. And they really did kind of wring fucking Harry's corpse as fucking get all that juice out of it they could, right? Like, just, just don't even mention it. Like, yeah. be Harry's daughter or don't. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know magic. Why? I don't know. Like, Harry Anderson got to do magic on the show because he was a comedian that did magic. magic. Yeah, that's that's so. There's where no, they built why the show around him. Just be. A bright-eyed young woman who gets the night court job. And you're like, oh, I heard about this guy named Harry. Isn't he, you don't even have to pretend he's dead. You just be like, Harry lives in the Poconos now or whatever, you know? Oh, my God. Yeah. I. Uh, oh, I have a yeah. good... Uh, here's something that felt very New York. This is, again, not. Uh, it's not breaking my confidence, not breaking his, because he's... Clearly doesn't care, but I've I've mentioned my peanut eating shrink recently. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. My fucking therapist yesterday, two days ago. We're having our fucking sesh, and he keeps fucking looking off camera, like this case. Just I'm like, what is he fucking eyeballing like hard? <laughs> and then it's just like I'm talking some serious shit here uh-huh. and i'm like this guy's fucking and then finally he turns he goes electricians are here i bet i'm gonna have to move the car and i was like okay sure time? enough i was should have said i should have said just go move your car because it was another fucking 10 minutes of his him just eyeballing out the window until he fucking went to move his car and he didn't fucking The session didn't go on longer. It was a 50-minute session where he was gone for 35 minutes of it. And I could hear him in the background arguing with his fucking wife. 
having to fucking move the car. It's like, Jesus I thought you Christ. said you were going to do it. Oh, I got to do it? I'm on the clock. <laughs> I don't care. He, he comes, doesn't care. Comes back, long pause, because I don't know how, like, my fucking safe space has been exploded. A long pause, and he, like, gives me a look like it's my fault, and he just goes, well, I think we're done for today, so, uh, oh, good. time to Glad you, You've had your fill. Thanks. <laughs> Jesus good. Christ, man. Yeah, we all got lives to live, don't we? Anyways. I fucking, the same thing happened to me again later that night. And this isn't breaking anybody because it's not specifics. Everybody knows I go to a certain place for my fucking recovery. And this is bold. Somebody's leading a meeting. Da-da-da-da-da. Da-da-da-da. Doing their spiel. Ring, ring. Ring, ring. Chirp, chirp. Not a... One second, not to turn the phone off, not an acknowledge that I've got to answer this. Just stop mid fucking center of attention because he's starting things up. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Real good time to call me, pal. Real good time. I guess we don't believe in business hours. Again, he's not acknowledged. Buy, that. sell, sell, buy. And then he just gets up and leaves <laughs> on the phone. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> And we're all in a position where you're supposed to be loving and fucking. And I'm sure, just like, you're like, I'm what gonna... the fuck is happening here? Ten minutes later, you know, a guy, somebody fucking picks up the slack or whatever, and he comes back and he goes, "Housing, I hate it." And it's just like, <laughs> all right, here we go. I wasn't oh, do you specifically what he referred to because I don't want to break anything specific anybody said but like it was basically that insert something incredibly stupid it's a living it's a living and that was like my whole day i was just getting i sent mess mega message last night i was just like i'm fucking over it today man it was like one thing after another i was being very dismissed all fucking day and uh it hit me long enough (laughs) hey hey i'm working here i don't want a pretzel hot shot Pretzel cracker, no less. Oh, a flatty, huh? Flat. Not without hummus, big girl. Just the skin? Just pretzel skin? Pretzel skins, yeah, man. They have to make everything flat these days. They just flatten it. Make it a chip. Make it a I love dip, chip. but I hate chips, so give me... I want all pretzel. I want but pretzel. not a you... fat pretzel. I want falling through. I guess... I'm, I'm not just... a pack from fucking Burbs. Where's my pretzel I... Pringles? Oh, shit. Is that not a thing? If that's not a thing. I've never heard of it. Why not oh, a pretzel, a pretzel Pringle? Why not? All you do is you mash gotta... a potato mash just together like... and bring those blades down. You can do the same thing with a... Just soak a pretzel till it's pulp and then... A barley mash or whatever the make fucking it a... pretzel is. A chip you don't have to chew. And the tube can be shaped like a pretzel. <laughs> <laughs> Go all out. Uh, all right. Night Court was a piece of shit. Uh, Unfortunately, yeah. just didn't that? do it. Uh, I'm trying to look here. I told you about my dismissed day. I'm reading where uh, why the caged bird sings. Um, <laughs> nothing to say about that. It's great. I made a heavy cake the other day. So heavy this cake, dense. Um, oh man, it was probably the same day you were having where you felt dismissed. I was yeah. like, I have to. This is Tuesday. Yeah, and I went into work. It was like busy, you know, whatever. It's fucking work. 
And I was just like, I have to turn these televisions to something, any fucking thing else. Like, I was going to send you this picture because I was like, I got to take a picture, then I'm turning the channel. Yeah. And it was like, um, you know, the, the Steve Wilkos, the uh, the bodyguard. Oh, I know Steve Wilkos. Jerry Springer. So I was like, what is happening? What is... And I was like, I'll send you the photo. The title was, did you lock my son in a cage and molest my daughter? Oh, Question my mark. God. I know. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, I can't watch this. Because that was going, and as I'm turning channels, doing work, they had this show come on, and I was like, this is the most amazingly JP-ish show. Okay. Because it looks and feels like a daytime talk show, but it's called Daily Blast Live. Daily Blast Live. So I saw you catching Steve Wilkos on one channel with the fucking human human trafficking. I got to yeah, it's scrolling through, and the headlines of the first one were like, "What's the biggest problem facing America?" And I was like, "Oh Lord, with the news I'm reading, what Race. could they possibly be talking about?" And then they were like, <laughs> "Pretzels." And then it was just basically was pretzels because then the next thing was like, "What does a month of no drinking actually do for you?" And killer cheesecake exclamation mark. Mm. Is so it a I don't, juniors? It, I don't know if it I don't know if it was so delicious or if it was poison. Oh, literally a high fat cheesecake, sure. I And then they just played a video of a boulder rolling through a house like ten times. <laughs> I uh It's <laughs> like what the fuck is happening right now? I haven't seen the Steve Wilkos show. I can't get off of Wilkos in Almost ten years. I was amazed when mm-hmm. I came across it. It was daytime. Steve Wilkos. Yeah. yeah, he he hasn't changed. As Jerry. So, but I can give you an impression of the end of every Steve Wilkos show. Okay. Mm-hmm. For example, it's this one. Uh, the episode is "You locked my son in a cage and molested my daughter." The end. All the other characters go back off stage, and now it's just the uh, perpetrator on stage. And Steve yeah. comes up and sits next to him on the on a stool and here's what he does he goes do you know what you are you're a human piece of garbage do you know that do you know that you're lucky to even be on this stage do you know you're lucky that i don't even get up and throw you onto the street because that's all i want to do when i look at you molest your kid who molests your kids and puts them in cages you should be put in a cage you know what Get off my stage. Boo, and then everybody claps, claps, claps. Yeah. That is the end of everyone. Oh my God. You made me. I was fucking relish waiting for the end because I knew it was going to just thing. be insert topic here. What's the next topic? And then the Do joker you... smoking his long latest cigarette. <laughs> right. He's like, very well. Oh my God. That's funny. That's really funny. <laughs> Cesar Romero and Steve Wilco. Oh. He's like, <laughs> If any of you don't know Steve Wilco show, I gotta tell you, it might be worth sitting through one. Because if you thought Jerry Springer was reaching the bottom of the barrel, though, for topics, the Wilco show is like, yeah, I know. I you hate your husband's boots, right? (laughs) And want a divorce? (laughs) Are you divorcing your husband over his boots? If you are, I love his boots, but hate my husband. (laughs) 
I'd rather he just wore socks, Steve. <laughs> you know what you look like you when are. you're wearing those boots? You look like human garbage. Piece of human garbage. <laughs> Get off the... Okay, I'm getting off the stage. I know how. I've seen the show before. But I think Steve Wilkos is under indictment or charges for some weird <laughs> cage shit. I, I think so. That's I, where the Twilight Zone twist comes yeah. in. He's the one in the cage. He's and the son and the daughter. And his studio is just a mini studio on the roof of a giant house. <laughs> mini <Watch> Wilkos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, well. What do you say? I suppose we should, uh, suppose we we should wrap it up. There's nothing you can do about it. We'll never lock you in a cage. No, we won't. Unless you want to be locked in a cage. Of of the mind. The comedy cage. Comedy mind mind cage. Or, if you're bad, I'm going (laughs) to lock your ass in a cage and I'm going to shower in front of you. (laughs) No, no, just go use the... I know there's a curtain right there, but I'm not using it. Oh, this... I'm going to just dry myself with a curtain. That's a creature move, too. <laughs> I've seen fucking that you move. Still, I just, you read, you took it right out of my brain. I went, he's going to dry himself with that curtain. <sighs> just despite me. You know he's what? going to use it for everything but privacy. The Nazis, the first thing they went after were the <laughs> the soft heads, okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's not the term, but... <laughs> Uh, I, I, I'm going after shower, shower people. You know what you are? You're a soft head <laughs> and a creature. Get off my stage. Go hit the shower, but not <laughs> that open shower. Shut the door behind you, creature. Don't let the curtain grace your cheeks on the way in, buddy. Don't let the curtain hit you in the ass. On the way out. I wasn't going to anyways. Oh, don't worry. Soft heads. All right. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. So sorry. Jerk practice. Jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. Ready for another long thing with the JP Dink. They love their homage t-shirts Talking about diarrhea squirts So sit back and listen while they bitch About the rich Oh, somewhere in this Midwest land The turkey plant is stinking T. Redlands painting somewhere And somewhere a soft head's thinking, and somewhere Karen's clipping an SD article out. But there's no joy in Claremont, for powerful Pronti has struck out. What? Hold on, what? Hit. He got a powerful Pronti got a hit. Run the bags, Pronti. Run the bags. <laughs>